Chemist Warehouse June catalog sale is on now. Find Masashi 100% whey 900 gram protein powder, only $49.99. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go Flying over cities down to Rio, it's real Love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever But I'm down for the minute, so just chill Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go Flying over cities down to Rio, it's real Love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever But I'm down for the minute, so just chill Good morning, uh, kia ora Aotearoa, and welcome into uh, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Good morning, uh, Tony Kempe. How are you doing, brother? Morning, uh, Rick Dog. Yeah, no, I'm doing really well, mate. Uh, just sitting down here, getting all excited about the weekend. The Warriors obviously travelling down to Napier, playing in the Hawks Bay, McLean Park this Saturday night, uh, and Origin, mate. we got a big day today, all about Origin. Lots going on in the rugby league world, but sport world in general, Um Things are starting to move. Things are starting to really move. The uh, the World Cup is starting to ramp up. I loved that chat with Victor Vito yesterday. Um, he just articulated for me what the French are doing and why they are actually in front of New Zealand. You know, and to to have an an All Black. I've been thinking about it all afternoon yesterday. Like you would think that the New Zealand rugby would get these guys together in a think tank. Mm. You know what I mean? So you think you think about it, Dan Carter, Richie McCall, Victor Vito, um, and you get your current, you know, Conrad Smith, you got your current players, Artie Severs and all that, that sit in there and ask them what they think about rugby and what's the best thing for rugby going forward. Like Victor, Victor Vito, for me, made two really smart comments yesterday. One, yes, I think we should be picking players who are overseas if they're good enough. And two, the one where he said, well, they play 150 kilogram props and they're not worried about skin folds. They're worried about football. That's an old story from way back in the 80s when, when a coach that I knew who thought he was like a scientist was talking about the ins and outs and, and science of football and Fatty Vaughton stepped up and said, mate, you just pick the best players. The best footballers win football games. Mm. And just, you know, keep that kiss scenario, you know, keeping it simple. Victor Vito was <laughs> talking like that to me yesterday and I, I, I thought... Probably, I texted straight away, I said, mate, probably for a sports person, one of the best interviews we've had was Victor Vito um, and just how candid he was in and around. Yeah, and the other thing about him, like he's an ex-All Black, but he wasn't holding back. 
And no. I, and I loved that. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, uh, so many, I think, former All Blacks are beholden to NZR for gigs or Sky, who are part owned by NZR for gigs. So they have to be careful what they say, for, you know, for their future career prospects, I guess. But uh, Victor Vita, not in that camp. He's gone offshore. He's earned all those francs or all those euros. He doesn't have to worry about it so much anymore. And uh, yeah, he can just speak his mind and say what he thinks, which is great to see. Um, so, yeah, no, Victor Vita, 100%. Guarantee. Yeah. Uh, does, does, he, does he pick up a gig? And, you know, like I think probably reading between the lines, he does have a place in the hurricane setup. You know, you'd... You'd tend to think that you've come back out of the French system uh, with La Rochelle, and you're you're sitting here in New Zealand, and and we've got this. Oh, there's not enough coaches going around. Mm. Well, here's a World Cup winner, two World Cups. Here's a World, um, I guess, club winner with La Rochelle, and knows how to how to win it at the top level. You'd have to be considering him. Yeah, you'd have to be. I mean, the the, the oil that um, Smithy's got is that Clark Laidlaw's going to. Get the Canes job, but I mean that's not to say that Victor Vita can't be part of that setup, right? I mean he's only, still only thirty six, well he's young. He's very young for a coach, and you know if he wanted to, I guess further his career as a coach, you know getting in at thirty six in the Super Super Rugby, I think he's done. You can't argue about his um, apprenticeship. You know he's done his apprenticeship. They've they've gone on for some some pretty um, good success, and even that one point win that they had just the other day. Well, I'd be, you know, I'd be knocking on Victor's door or talking to his manager to see what his future is because, um, yeah, the other part about that he's articulate as well. Yeah, he can articulate. He's, what he's a lawyer, he's, I think. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. As he was saying, like he's got a law degree. You know, he's fluent in French, and we've had a number of um, people up there in France saying, "Oh, Victor's calling me, and he's correcting me on a lot of things." And uh, and just the way that he was candidly talking to us yesterday, you could actually see the way that he build rapport with players as well. Um, and having walked in those shoes, you know he's two. He's a, he's a two-time World Cup winner. Like experience-wise, uh, there's, there's probably not that many better. Well, speaking of winners, we've got plenty of winners on the show today, Kempi. Well, we have, and we've got a massive day. Like pretty excited about today because Gordy Tallis is coming on. We did a pre-record with him, me and yourself. Uh, he's going to be coming up at seven o'clock. And you don't want to miss it because mm. he gives you an insight into the Queensland jersey and exactly what it means to Queenslanders and how they go about building that reputation up there um, with the Maroons. We've got Angus Hamilton in between this coming on to talk about the Tennis French Open before 8 o'clock. But then we're heading back to Rugby League and we're going to Adam Reynolds for more than an athlete. Um, he, runs a he, he supports a charity over in... Uh, uh, Aussie, and we thought because they're coming over here to play with the Warriors, we'll get to the uh, young man Adam Reynolds. So I'm looking forward to that because he is the Brisbane Broncos at the moment. And of course, Brandy, who's the assistant coach for New South Wales, we'll talk to him uh, later on after eight o'clock and about New South Wales and how they're preparing. We've got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Kempi's kicker, don't forget, between seven and eight. So if you think you've got a winner either today, Friday or Saturday, then you can put that through. You have to get it in before eight o'clock and we'll pick one lucky punter to go into the Kempi's kicker. We're talking to Paulie Mawadi, obviously. We'll do off the back fence. And, uh, mate, it's origin time. There's plenty on in rugby league at the moment. Yeah, plenty on, mate. Plenty on. You're not wrong. Uh, the one thing we haven't talked about so far this morning is last night over in Australia, Melbourne, there was a big fight card. I think there were eight fights on the main card. Only two of them went to a decision. So you got six knockouts, uh, including a big first-round knockout for Joe Parker, mate. Yeah, like... If you're, if you're thinking of comebacks um, and you're thinking of Joe Parker and where does he head next 
there's no more emphatic way to do it than a first round knockout. And if you see that this morning, you see it on your socials, just the way that he he demolished uh, the opponent. He's ha- I've ta- I've, I saw Joe Parker when he was a kid um, at Sky City Boxing. You know, this is when Joe Parker was just coming out and just starting to to make a name for himself. The thing that I noticed about Joe Parker sitting ringside was his hand speed. Yeah. And just last night, one of, I reckon I counted about seven punches he threw and four of them just slipped past uh, the head of his opponent, but the other three connected and he knocked him out in the first round. He made short work of it last night. So happy for Joe Parker. Uh, The question is, where does he go now? Tyson Fury, you know, he couldn't wait to get back in the ring in his his gypsy attire. (laughs) He makes me laugh with those suits that he wears. But, you know, he's... Come down here to promote Joe Parker. Joe Parker's done the job, got out and, and cleaned it up in the first round. It would be all, all on everyone's lips this morning is what's next for Joe Parker. Yeah, looking forward to seeing where that does go. I think there's probably another fight or two in Australia. Uh, you think it, you think the market, don't you? You think the Australian market is where they're trying to trying to hit? Yeah, well, I think he's saturated it in the UK, right? Um, so he needs... He needs to go somewhere else for a little while and build a reputation again. So he's come down to Australia. He's had that fight last night. I think he fights at least once more there, and it'll be a bigger fight. It'll be a uh, uh, Lucas Brown or a Justice Honey, and then he will go back and he might fight AJ again. Or you know, I think there's unfinished business with Dillian White, but he but, just he, he needs to he needs to kind of build somewhere else and then go back again. Yeah, the Justin Honey fight would be a, a really interesting one after you know. You look at the, the the opponent that fought both Hooney now and Joseph Parker. Man, if I was sitting in, in Justice Hooney's um, camp, I would actually be staying away from Joe Parker at the moment. I think I think there's a definite ch- um, class difference there. But if you if you're talking about boxing down here in uh, Australia, well, there is not that many other uh, other boxers that can come out and fight him unless you bring someone into town. So. The other part of that, as we've seen, is that Kiwis go over to Australia to make their name. Yep. You know what I mean? So you had that with, uh, oh, there's a number of our, our boxes we have hit over, headed over to Australia. Well, um, all the Peach Boys, you know, are fighting yeah. over there now because that's the next step. They're beating everyone in, in New Zealand. Yeah, and, we, and of course you got, you know, Dean Lonergan um, breaking into that circuit over there too and trying to find the best Australian boxes and take, the, take our Kiwi boxes over there. So it does sort of make sense that, you know, if they do try... Um, to take Joe up for that next shot that they're going to try and take it through that Australian market um, back into that that global market. Yeah, Uh, so that uh, leads us into this. Can't wait question of the day. The can't wait question of the day for you is Joseph Parker. He's fought some very good fighters. He's got a lot of support out of the UK, someone like the Gypsy King in his corner. He's come down here, he's getting back on the horse Will he fight for the heavyweight title again? And who do you think he will fight? That's your can't wait question of the day. Will Joe Parker fight for a, hev- a world heavyweight title again? Kempe, uh, I, I think he will. I mm. think it's a, it's a matter of time. Tyson Fury is great for the sport, but I don't think he's got too many more in him. I think he wants AJ to get a few wins under his belt because AJ versus Fury is what all the British promoters wants, what Sky and England want. That will be a massive payday for him. He may have to fight Usyk, but I don't think he's got any more than probably two fights left in him. Tyson Fury, then he'll call it a day. And once he goes, that heavyweight landscape, there's a lot of very good heavyweights out there. AJ, 
uh, Joe Joyce, um, you know, Deontay Wilder's making a comeback, uh, there's Andy Ruiz Jr., uh, there's there's a whole bunch of them, but they're all beatable as well, and I think uh, Joe Parker's every chance of fighting for uh, a world heavyweight title again. Yeah, and you're dead right, the heavyweight um, division, it's it's great to see it back to the, I guess, the the... What is it? The early '80s, the late '80s of the Tyson days, when you had Holyfield and and a and a heap of others that could just go up and win a title. Um, and look, I tend to agree. I think the question around Joe Parker, like when does he fight and, and who does he fight and does he get another shot at the title? I I don't think Tyson Fury is wasting his time with Joseph Parker. You know, the, the you couldn't. It's nice to have a promoter like Warren, you know, Frank Warren or someone like that behind you, mm. but it's even better to have someone like Tyson Fury behind you pushing your barrow too, saying, well, because you, you've got to imagine Tyson Fury, because they're so close. So I read something yesterday, he said, well, I'd much rather give him my belts and fight him. Mm. Um, and it'd be the same type of thing when you're talking to promoters, well, if you're going to get me on the card, I actually want you to look after Joseph Parker. We need to, we need to start promoting this kid and pushing him up. And getting him another world title shot. So you got to remember he's got he's been the he's been the distance with Anthony Joshua um, Ruiz. He's he's won that one. Yeah, he's only been knocked out once in a in a heavyweight contest, which is quite impressive through his record. Um, and if he can continue to build, I reckon he's still young for a heavyweight. Yeah, he's still I, only what thirty. Yeah, I think he I think he definitely gets another shot. And the the um, for me last night, and this is how big these heavyweights are. Joe Parker's looked small next to the heavyweights that he's fought. Yep. Last night, he looked like a giant. You know, So he's starting to get some size and grow into that body of his, which is what we've always um, knew that he would do. And let's just hope that he continues down that path of winning so that he does get another shot. There you go. That is your can't wait question of the day. Let us know what you think. 0800 150 811 or 8833 is the temper and bedpost text machine 8833. Uh, also on that card last night was David Nika, who we talked to during the week. Uh, he's uh, come back at Cruiserweight. He had another win against Louis Masters, a TKO decision in the fourth round as well. And he said to me the other day when we talked to him, he wants to be fighting every four to six weeks. He just wants to keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. Uh, that's his plan. So uh, I think uh, things are looking bright for David Nika as well. Yeah, and yeah, we've always we've always seen sort of seen and heard about uh, Dave and where he's going to go to next. I, look, I just hope that he get instead of just going around with journeyman that he actually starts to step up those levels and and put himself at right you know in the firing line for a shot. You know, so I, look, it's like you can go and play rugby league, yeah, and you can play. You can either play in the NRL or you can go and play second division in England, and you can make a living. And I think he he needs to step out of the second division. I think he needs to step into the Premier League, and he needs to put himself out there and fight blokes that he knows are going to be pretty hard to beat. And once he does that, then we'll see the potential of Dave um, Nika. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's going to be interesting to see what he does because I think he might have some unfinished business back here. Now, what he does with this, I don't know. But at the moment, I think the uh, New Zealand cruiserweight champion is Jerome Pamplone. But he's gone back to light heavyweight. He's not really a cruiserweight. Mm. Uh, so he's gone back to light heavyweight. David Light is, yeah. is ranked as a cruiserweight but, if, will he, but will Dave fight again? Well, that's what we don't know. That's yeah. at the moment. I would say. I mean, I'm, I'm, I I don't know. Uh, but everything I've heard about uh, his recovery is that if he does, it won't be soon. 
Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. So, uh, you know, d- does David just want to put that to bed, get the New Zealand cruiserweight belt, and then and then move on? Um, I, th- I think uh, that's a possibility. He did say to us that he wants to come back to New Zealand for a little bit, uh, wants to bring his girlfriend back, show her around. So maybe there is a fight in New Zealand at some point in the near future. So, um uh, looking uh, forward to seeing that. Keep your texts coming through on that. Double eight double three is the temper and bedpost text machine, or you can call us 0800 150 The can't wait question of the day. Will Joe Parker fight for the heavyweight title again? Give us your thoughts, and you could win a Chemist Warehouse Mayhem prize pack valued at $200. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse and their friends at Swiss. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.